all about lifestyle relationships causing gas from Cassie to the bird from Cassie to the bird yeah, we're back at Black Life. You heard from Cassie to the Burbs. Everywhere you go, it's Black Life, baby. It's Friday afternoon, and in the studio, I've got the ever lovely Ville Marie. How are you doing, Sweet Queen? Well, and you? I'm very good. I hear thank you're you. a bit out of breath running up the stairs, yeah. yeah. Running up the stairs was a lot harder than I thought it would be, uh, especially after doing the JP Morgan uh, run yesterday. But what was the hard part to me? Sure, the running or the whiskey? <laughs> or the food? It was yeah. beer, not whiskey, it was beer. So what happened oh, was beer. We, oh, ran, right. we ran the race, right? And afterwards, I couldn't find any water But there was beer <laughs> so, so I was thirsty you know, What was I going to do? <laughs> but I didn't do too badly actually You did your personal best you were saying 20 um, minutes? Uh, I, I did it in 42 minutes Which which is not great uh, I admit. Not shabby at all uh, I mean. But it's not shabby Especially because um, You know I've been doing body tech lately So I haven't been running for about 2 or 3 weeks Because body tech can be quite tough oh, okay. Basically you do One 20 minute workout In well, one workout in 20 minutes, but that workout is the same as doing a whole week's worth of, of, of weightlifting. Uh, you, you get strapped up to these electronic devices and, and then you do things like squats and, and, and wow. dumbbell okay. curls and all sorts of things. Body take, you say? Yeah, yeah, I've got you some pics that, 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 that I've put that. No, 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 you should upload videos. Yeah. Pictures, yeah. you know, you can always. As well. But we'll talk about that um, in a couple of weeks from now. Um, Noisy doing what? When you squat. <laughs> I'm always noisy when I squat. Will <laughs> Marie, hi there, my dear. How are you? Hello. It sounds like we're all running. I went for a run the first time this morning in I don't know how long. Okay. Mine how was maybe a K. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just you look like it. you could do 10, like without a sweat. No, no. I'm still, you know, after uh, Clinton would know. We'll introduce him now. But after breaking this foot, it's not the easiest thing uh, in the world. It's still painful. Yeah, it's, it's a yes. mission. Eh? I don't feel it while running. I feel it two days later. Okay. That's the problem. I guess you kind of always will, though. When it comes to yeah. you, like body aches and pains, you know. Look, I mean, I got injured last year, December. Where? Um, my toe. Someone crushed it by mistake oh, I remember. at a uh, wedding, and I had open I had sandals stepped <laughs> on your toe in heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I've just I've just completed the the fifty kilometer Omdidam this past weekend. That's a And lot. I think after twenty five thirty k's, I can start feeling that. Oops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so what do you do? How do you how do you get past that? Look, I mean, you just got to keep running, much like. Any ultra marathon, yeah. you, you want to go through pains and cramps, um, and you've just got to keep at it. I guess that's that's the philosophy of running. Eventually, something else. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. I suppose that's the philosophy of running, which is such a a good exercise to do to help you with anything in life. Um, the fact that you you will feel pain no matter how fit you are at a certain point, but it's a mental thing because it's not about your body carrying you through any sort of ultra marathon. It's actually your mind. All of us go through pain. Eh? The guy that wins, I mean, most of them collapse when they finish. They're so mm. tired. Mm. That's how fast they're running. But you take the guys that are coming in right at the end because they're spending so much time on the road, the impact. So all of us, I mean, there were over 3,000 of us running on Saturday. We all go through some sort of pain. Um, and some people just opt to opt out, yeah, for, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, but I but ran pretty well. Is. I mean, I did a 4:57, which was not too shabby. Um, mm-hmm. So preps are going well for comrades. The one thing I heard, thing. which 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 is a philosophy I've, I've I've lived by since, was John Smith once said, "We're going into uh, the the last World Cup. We won. He had a a niggle, you know. He had a pain, and he says you always play with pain." 
Yeah. But the winners are the ones who can overcome it. Yeah. And that's that's the philosophy of life. Nothing no 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 circumstances are absolutely perfect. No for sure. Um but you actually have to get through it. Speaking of which, hey guys, how you doing? We've got great guests in the studio. Um Bill Marie. Yeah, we've got Clinton. I mean, I haven't seen you for a while. We even, yeah, we even exchanged numbers Clinton? again. <laughs> Clinton is from. He, he's also, I mean, talented in so many things. He does so much. Um, I, we, I'm gonna give a give quick intro. <laughs> yeah, go okay. Ahead. Superbike do magazine, Superbike mm-hmm. school. Superbike right? magazine is what the editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you own it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And Lovely. then Isle of Man. What's Those Isle three of Man? stand up, stand out. Yeah, I did the Isle of Man and I do tours now. Oh yes, yeah. and and tours, yeah, yeah. bike yeah. bike tours. Lovely. Oh, tours to Isle of Man. Sorry, yeah, I mean. Oh, tours to Isle of Man. Yeah. All right, okay. Because I thought maybe you owned Isle of Man. I thought. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, but he also raced it. I think were you? Uh, I mean, twenty ten. Uh, twenty ten. I went and did the race there. Yeah. And oh. but I mean, how many how many South Africans actually? Um, uh, have raced Isle of Man because this is a, an elite race and it's a dangerous. I mean, every year someone dies there. Sure, yeah, for sure. Every year, two to three people uh, die, and only about eighty-five people enter. So it's, uh, it's the, the odds are not good. Yes, yeah. and you raced it. What made you decide to go do that? Um, I, I rode motorbikes or raced motorbikes my whole life, and uh, I just didn't want to end my racing career with not wanting to do that, or not doing Isle of Man. I always wanted to do it. It was a dream of mine, and. Uh, I kind of didn't tell my wife exactly what it was about. <laughs> and, uh, Actually, can you tell us what it's about? Because I don't know what this oh, is. You don't know Isle of Man? What's the no, danger about Isle of Man? Is it on Channel O? Is it on MTV? It's the uh, super sport. <laughs> yeah, once a year, it's a, uh, it's a race where guys take super bikes. You do it either, either on a 600 motorcycle In or Ireland? a 1,000. And it's a little island just off the English between uh, Scotland and oh, between Ireland and uh, the UK. Okay. It's a small little island. Mm-hmm. And uh, How long is the race? Uh, it's a 60 kilometers, one lap. So okay. it's, and it's all on little thin English uh, roads. roads. How many and, laps? Uh, the one race is six laps and the other one, so it's 300 kilometers and the other one is four, four laps. And what makes it so dangerous? I mean, three die out of 80. That, that, that's quite a high number. Is that every year? I, every year on average. Wow. Okay. So, uh, well, I think it's not making the turn. That bit is the dangerous part. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you, you know, you look at something like F1 or the super bikes. Those things are considered so safe. I mean, yeah. often they say that if you're in one of those F1 cars, you're safer than you are when you're on the roads. So, I mean, I would assume that maybe the safety measures taken for, for Isle of Man are quite high, but yet there's three people dying. Yeah, yeah if I can explain, like a track like Alami. Yeah. Around every corner, if you get a corner wrong, there's like kitty litter and uh, a big runoff with grass and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. And it's a long time. You'll stop sliding or whatever before you hit anything. Okay. <laughs> At the Isle of Man, it's on public roads. Sure. So uh, there's and it's narrow public roads. Yes. So imagine if you had to have a race with superbikes from here to Santon, then to Randburg, and then back here through all these little back roads. Okay. That's, that's what the Isle of Man is. Oh my gosh. So, okay. Uh, okay. So, but, but makes in terms sense. of safety, I mean, uh, have the officials, the race officials, not improved that safety in terms of creating uh, uh, when the race happens uh, safety features like you would find on a racetrack? Okay, you can't. You, you can't. You can't. It's Im- it's impossible to me, sure. Okay. Um, I mean, imagine like Clinton was saying now, if I can, Clinton, yeah, like you can't move going buildings. to Santon. Yeah, you can't move buildings and bridges and uh, they put in as best they can, like hay bales and, you know, wherever they can. But there's runoffs, there's drop-offs, okay. there's, it's, it's, it's public road. But okay. you, you choose to go there. Isn't there a selection process? Um, or, 
Yeah, I must tell you, it's one of the oldest races in uh, in the history of uh, of motorcycle racing. I think it's got its origins back in 1903 or something. So it's uh, and it's and it's been run every year. And the only time when it stopped was like in the Second World War. So for like two years. So it's one of the. It's a very traditional race. Yeah. But if you can imagine how quick bikes were in 1903, on uh, what they are doing now. Yes. I mean, every uh, average lap time around the track is 130 miles an hour. Now the, the fastest guys. Which is average miles an hour is about a hundred and about two hundred say over two hundred twenty kilometers an hour average. Wow! So at at age a hundred, you'll be skydiving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. That's two hundred nine kilometers an hour uh, average, and, and that's, that's an average. Happen. So there's so that's almost not tapping off. Slowing down and wow. Yeah. I mean, almost that's as, almost as fast time. as you, eh? No, Speaking. that's uh, that's not one I'm interested in doing. Yes. Thank you. I'm I'm still still when I heard Clinton was doing, I thought yeah, it's not your personality, uh, you know, to be you you're responsible, <laughs> you're a responsible person. So when you go do that, it's like that's for insane people. But but I think it's like you, you like the running. Yeah, for, for a lot sure. of people think we're crazy. Com- you need to do the comrades, or you need to do the London Marathon, or something like that. Like yeah. if you're just say so you've done it. Yeah, you need to tick the <laughs> the box. Yeah. Well, Clint, I mean, Clinton, how old are you now? Because you're not racing anymore. No, I'm 45 now. <coughs> oh, getting younger. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you look like you're 35. Thank I'm not you. saying that because you're a hot, sexy man. Because uh, <laughs> I'm totally hetero. I'm not trying to hit on you. I'm just saying. For the lady listeners <laughs> yeah, yeah. out there. <laughs> but, but you're going to make him very nervous now. I know, now. he's getting so nervous. I'm an actor. <laughs> that doesn't mean flushed. like, you know, I'm, I'm that kind of way inclined. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, no, there's an actor me. thing going on. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, people think that. But tell me something, uh, Clinton. Uh, how did you get into motorbiking? And, and, and how did you also get to a point where you, you, you thought you, you needed to create a magazine like Superbike Mag? Okay, well, let, let me start with the first question. Yeah. Um, my dad was into motorbikes, so at the age of seven, I got my first little bike, and I think by the time I was 18, I think I'd had like nine motorbikes, so it was uh, something wow. from my dad, and I just loved it. From And I'm here with a bucky, and I've got a little small bike. I saw a small bike outside there. When I leave here, I'm going to take my little one to go practice on the off-road track. So. Okay. okay. He, yeah, but he, doesn't, he wants him to race superbikes. I mean, tar, not dirt. I, I like him doing road bikes, but he only likes the jumping motorbikes. So. Ah. <laughs> he wants to do those stunts. So now we're going to go do How jumping old is motorbikes. He? He's eight years old. He's eight. Wow, okay. Okay, and then from there, I mean, uh, your love for bikes, how did that evolve into something that was more of a business? Yeah, so my whole life, um, I I did a corporate job, worked for Goodyear, but uh, on the sideline, I was always training guys at racetracks and stuff, and taking much what Wilmery does as well, with guys taking them to racetracks, just teaching people how to ride better. And uh, friends of mine actually had a magazine called Two Wheels, and uh, I was doing some of the stunts and the rides for them for the photo shoots and stuff, and... uh, the guys from Superbike, it's a magazine that's been in this country for 17 years, um, approached me and asked would I'd like to do a bit of editing and stuff for them. And uh, from there it started, and a few years later they sold the rest of the company to me. And that's it. And Superbike is international as well. Um, where? I mean, I'm not even sure. Yeah, is it everywhere? It's in the UK. Yeah. All right. Although they are now going off the magazine side and they're going web, web-based yeah, thing only. Okay. And... Uh, but we are in Thailand and uh, somewhere else and South Africa. It's, I don't know where the fourth place is. And I mean, uh, but this magazine, because uh, you, you guys know it's not easy to keep magazines going. Well, uh, Mono BC would know. He owns in all things yeah, print and media. Can tell us. Hello, Mono BC. Nice, nice for you to join us again. BLAQ. Um, halfway you, through the show. Yeah. How are you doing, buddy? Love the hat. Hello to my beautiful guests. <laughs> Love the hat. How are you, Just mama? ignore this team. How are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the bike. Uh, I saw the little bike in the. It's team. for you, BC. We just 
just got a short one for Thanks. you. Thanks. I saw Vilmarie's Ducati Beautiful. as well. No pressure, eh? Beautiful. Hey. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know yeah. how Vilmarie rolls. Funny, she gets a bike, but I've asked her since day one, since I've known her, I to know. say, Vilmarie, can I get a bleep a bike gray? I introduced you. Not even a tricycle. Not even, I haven't even got a tricycle from this lady. Sure. It's it's right. These guys are horrible. They have both come for training. I organized I've got my learners. Yes, Hello. I introduced him to, you know, Arnold, Triumph. Yeah. He messed up that relationship solid somehow. Ah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you know, you know, can I, can I be honest, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't give away advertising, can you? No. Exactly. But he doesn't know. So how now do I no, give away my? Ask, I, I no. dare you. Let's name and shame. Clinton, what well, you would, what you were proposing, and he'll tell you straight. Uh-uh, it's not going to work. So, so this was the deal, right? And you must tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, I'm, I'm a man of my word. If I'm Editor wrong, I'll admit Editor, it. Right? But not on air or not okay. to Vilmarie and to Misha. So I will not admit anything to these two, <laughs> right? It's, it's admitted. But here's the deal. So they wanted to give us like a bike, right? Yeah. We don't keep the bike. So they, for as long as they advertise with us, it advertises in inverted commas, yeah. we'll get to ride their bike. But at the end, we must give it back. That's a rubbish deal. He wanted to keep it. Thank you. Is that the kind of deal? So, so he thinks he can keep the motorbike. That's not a deal. (laughs) Afterwards, you understand? So, no one just gives. um, Can I I interject? Did Mini give them? I might not have a magazine. I'm I'm someone who knows something about media. (laughs) The the cost of advertising in a magazine, uh, uh, a single page spread, is around. What, 50,000? No, no, 40, no, no, we're 40, talking, no, 40. no, that's retail, that's not cost. But, but, what do you mean? Biking industry is about 10 ish, you know, yeah. in that region. Okay, yeah. well, if you so get lots of Indians 15, on your. Yeah. If you get Platform. 10 magazine ads, that's, that's, that's the bike then, yeah. isn't it? So okay, but I don't understand. Let's why keep you're quiet. It back. Let's now listen to a neutral party, like <laughs> an editor, uh, an, an owner. Mute, and an editor, an owner, right. and let him explain why that doesn't work. Look, I'll just tell you, I'm definitely on the spot, but the biking, <laughs> the biking industry is so much smaller than what people actually think it is. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, um, like the car budgets, they would have like 20 times the budget that uh, the, the car budget. Say, say BMW in South Africa. If you take their car advertising spend opposed to what the bike advertising spend, it would be maybe 5%. Sure. And uh, so when you get an mm. outside person like yourselves here going to, say, let's use Triumph as an example. Yeah. Um, their total advertising budget for the year might be 100 or 150,000 rand. So if that much. If that. So they yeah. can't really take per annum. Yeah. So they wouldn't be able to take a bike and then just give it to someone. Yeah. So that's yeah. Because that bike after a year has still got that value. It's appreciated by <coughs> yeah, a, co- a little bit, but that magazine's gone. So, say, it would have, um, say a bike costs 100,000 rand, they would import it say, for about 70,000 and they would write it off at 2% per month over 12 months. So yeah. it would say 70,000 minus 18% or whatever or 24% at the end of the... Yeah, yeah but who pays the cost of our printing? No, but, but the there, media, there yeah. needs to be an exchange of value to both, but you can't just take a buck after a year's advertising <laughs> and then sell it. Well, yeah, and then, and then, then you make, hang on, then you make your cost back for printing and more. Yeah, no, exactly. no, 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 I disagree <laughs> with that. I'm, I'm with, the I'm main with. aim of advertising is so that you share your product with consumers. That when consumers see your product, then they buy. Then they buy it. So the value of you 
giving them vis-a-vis of what yeah, they're but, giving you. But yours you. have an expiry date on it. Okay, I'm sure. No, I'm I sure I can't afford him, but I really no, need him to work for me. No, I'm sure I can't afford him, but he needs to work for me. must never get a magazine. You'll go broke. The thing is, I have one. And this is the thing. I mean, I'm in I'm in the the TV industry, so you know we have the same things where. Uh, a, a brand wants to sponsor a car and, and then say, put your car in, in your show for a while so people yeah. can see it. Uh, you get all the associated uh, uh, brand goodwill. Right. Uh, people see it actually the product at work. The, the, they get all that value, which is, I mean, a lot more actually than, than if you just went out and, and had a, a someone on a bike and, and door to door sales. And they, they get a lot of sales from that, but yeah. they, they sometimes expect that at the end of it, well, thanks for playing. Can we get our car back or our bike back? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. In fact, I think that's why our industry in many ways is, is not growing. No, um, uh, it because won't. if you look at the rest of the world internationally, you'll find that if there's a sponsorship deal when it comes to cars and bikes, they will usually, and this is how it, it, it actually works, especially when it comes to cars, they will give somebody a car if, if it's a celebrity endorsement, let's say, and then they'll pay them millions of dollars to drive that car and endorse understand it. that the endorsement value is actually much greater than the value of that car because you're going to write that off as marketing costs anyway but do they take that car back or not they don't no. ever take it back no uh, uh, um, it's only in south africa we you, which where which were cheapos and i yes. mean like the value I'm of the value of 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 for example like you're saying it benefits me nothing to drive their bike and and the places i go to with their bike for me, far outweighs what any marketing budget could ever produce. Wait, ever. Hosan. Hey? And, and so no, Hosan. Also, <laughs> I mean, having said that, having said that, let's say then they take their bike back after a year, right? And everyone saw you on a triumph. And next year, Harley comes in and says, hey, take our Harley. What is that going to do for actually their brand? Because what it's going to say is, I'm oh, you had a triumph. Exactly. And now he's got a better bike. Yeah. Brand slut. It's I'm like a, I'm, I'm from a, Pretoria. I'm impressed <laughs> that you picked that up because that's a valid thing. Loyalty is a big thing. And uh, Clinton Perception Yeah, yeah But uh, but anyway, going back to Clinton <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking If you've got one person in South Africa Let's choose a person Say if you put Steve Hoffman Maybe he's not the right person on, on, on <laughs> Oh a, no, you didn't <laughs> Oh no, you <laughs> didn't no, she did Clint, You just have to choose Steve <laughs> no, no, Hoffman no, 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 He was second. just here with Gareth so Quite an interesting So, so okay. you choose Steve videos. Hoffman You put him on a GS Okay And was, that's what a lot of Afrikaners write <laughs> if, Harley. If, if, or put him on a Harley. Yeah. You've lost the black market there. No <laughs> black people ever buy Harley again. <laughs> Right. But, but, and that's the biggest market. But, but he's, he's obviously a celebrity within that um, mm. population group. Is everyone going to go out and buy? Kurt Darren, maybe. Let's go with Kurt Okay, Darren. let's go to Kurt Darren. That's back him yeah. now, big time. Okay. Look, look, I think that um, people will, will, will associate the goodwill that someone like Kurt Darren has, his name, uh, and the fact that he's got admirers and he, he's an inspirational brand, if you will, because we look at him and go, he, he is someone to admire. He's a role model in society. And if he has got a Harley, it means a Harley is the kind of bike that I must actually buy when I'm thinking of getting a bike. An aspiring brand. Yeah. It's an aspiring it's brand. So, with so it's, you it's, want. it's very important. And I think what you raise here is, is quite important as well. The kind of people you get to push your brand is very important because when someone is pushing your brand, you don't want to alienate another market uh, because of the person. And I think that we, we, we sometimes have to be careful in terms of getting celebrities that are a bit too controversial uh, with endorsements. Uh, however, having said that, a little bit of controversy is not a bad thing. 
Um, I remember when Gareth himself had an Audi um, sponsorship and he was caught speeding and Audi immediately took the car back. I thought that wasn't a good idea. I think what Audi should have done is said, we can't blame Gareth for driving so fast in our car because the car is amazingly comfortable. But we will rip No, 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 no. I think that's the wrong one. Hello, exactly. hello, no, hello. That, that's Gareth, silly never, Gareth has never had an endorsement from Audi. Oh, what, ever. what, what car was it? What it car wasn't. Was it? It, it was his own car. Oh, the okay. Evoke, the one like the one you drive, you know, <laughs> it's that a one? very fast car. <laughs> yeah, Rina's coming to fix things. Yeah, yeah. messing up. That, that's an example. <laughs> that's an example, and and that that happened in South Africa where someone where someone has done that. Bro actually had a, a a car accident with the Volvo. Yeah, which happens, right? Yeah, which happens. But, but they didn't take their DJ's car. Spoon, they took the Audi bag from DJ Spoo. Yeah, right? they took the Audi bag. Yeah, from, yeah, well, I'd also take it from DJ Spoo. <laughs> I wonder if you went on Forbes magazine cover with that one. <laughs> but anyway, um, um. About about Superbike magazine, what, what is your readership like in this country, your figures? Um, we, we ABC'd it about 8,500, uh, our last ABC'd. So, uh, but if you consider how big the biking industry is, there's about 350,000 registered motorcycles um, currently in South Africa. But the Superbike side of that is obviously smaller, but that includes, the 350 includes scooters, delivery bikes, mm-hmm. old bikes, adventure bikes. So, so I missed that now. How many, what's your readership now? Twenty. Eight, eight and a half thousand. Oh, eight and a half. Eight That's and a half. brilliant, by the way. No, you wouldn't. Mm, I'm not. And your what demographics. Is yours, BC? Um, how, how your demographics hey? going? What is we're yours? Ca- we're not talking about a- ABC official. I'm yeah. on sixteen and a half thousand. Okay. It's quite a big circulation. Okay. My readership is about a uh, about a hundred and something odd thousand, maybe just under two hundred thousand. Subscriptions. Subscriptions. We got seven and a half thousand. Not bad. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Um, I, I bought two subscriptions, by the way. Really? Yeah. He bought it. He wants his money back. Yeah, no, I want my money back from <laughs> you. Clinton's yeah, left a nice superbike. It's just all the know why now, I'm not right? coming back on the cover, cover, So, so Clinton, how do you make money? Like, this should be me and Clinton's conversation. You so guys should it. actually okay. just keep have quiet. Right, yeah. and, and, and you should actually, you know, switch let the media the guys talk. Switch off the mic. Talk to the latecomer. Yeah, switch him off. The runners, uh, you're both running, but I don't see any weight loss. Talk, we're anyway. waiting. You're Clinton, Clint, 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 Clint. <laughs> I'm going to get back to you with okay. that one. So, uh, like, how, how are you finding the industry at the moment? No, it's tough, eh? It's, uh, in the past, a person could always cover the print bill almost with your uh, the sales of the magazine. We're not quite there yet, and we're doing it through uh, advertising sales. Mm. So you've outsourced your advertising? No, no. We, we look. We're small because we're a small magazine. There's only four of us that work at it. So I go out personally and go and try and get most of the advertising. Really, eh? Because yeah. So you guys should support the magazine. And 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 in yeah, terms of no like thinking. the uptake from, uh, I suppose, you know, biking has always predominantly been known as white. I mean, let's let's not hide the fact. <laughs> this right? will always yeah, come unless you're a delivery Clinton, boy for McDonald's. The, the race Clinton card, is yeah. pro for black. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not about whether he's pro for black or not. But I think Monavis is raising a, a, a point that that is a fact, right? But, but let me tell you something. Changing. Sorry, if it I is changing for sure. It is changing, no doubt. I think it's probably sixty-five. Black riders nowadays. No way. Let's welcome you officially. I was going to say now, welcome, Beverly. Hello, Welcome, Beverly. Please introduce Beverly, Romarie. Properly. This is Beverly, but we're going to talk about uh, to Beverly about something else. But she's got the knowledge. (laughs) Go for it. Definitely, I find that there is a big swing around, and I'd say if you take the black bike riders, huge, huge, huge industry at this stage. Okay. And and you say that, Beverly, because uh, what do you do in the the, yeah? Like, how do you base it? Like, who are you? Beverly, I'm a Facebook stalker at the moment. Okay. We, we're doing a campaign, and I literally have been looking for bikers 
and bike clubs. Okay. And as I say, the back bl- uh, the the black biking industry is massive in this country. Okay, so massive. so apart from being a Facebook stalker, you're a researcher. <laughs> I take it. No, I'm not. What What do you do? We're just doing a charity run. Um, oh, okay. Uh, sponsored by Superbike Magazine. Well, when you look at I'm when you look at those figures, that in 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 historically uh, a market that that was dominated by a white market, and Definitely now it's 65 percent, and 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 we're just hitting the tip of the iceberg. You've got 65 percent consumers of of motorbikes being black how do you think that changes when it comes to uh, the media and the advertising of bikes that it will change well, it big time. I just to, want to yes, say, I think it, yeah, it, I mean, Clinton, we've seen that for a while now. With, I mean, with me, with a training academy that's changed. Um, uh, black people have, in the last two, three years, uh, my percentage has changed, and it's awesome to see. I don't know about yours. Um, yeah, we run days, say, on average, we get 100, 120 people attending a track day. Um, I would say a good quarter of that is new black riders starting to ride. Yeah. Um, what I just quickly, just going back to, uh, earlier to what you guys were saying with the percentages, I'm, I'm not sure if it's quite up to quite 65. That, but that's what I'm picking but up on. But if you just I'm look at the roads, um, there is a huge um, increase in the amount of uh, black riders on bikes. And for instance, on the 18th of April, we are running a day just for black guys, and that is at uh, Midval, and it's called the uh, Midval Desperados Track Day Jaw. And last year we had over a thousand yes. people. So it's over a thousand bikers. I mean, I was going to say I saw all the pics of the thanks for the invite. Okay. Am I not? Is it one white? <laughs> Sorry, because <laughs> you're white. white. No, you don't crack it, Tom. <laughs> but uh, we had Can helicopter rides, and, and and it's quite a different day for us because uh, the guys are there with those uh, three series BMWs where the guys are spinning, and and we had a helicopter. Do not. But uh, <laughs> and we had a, a superbike race against a superbike, uh, a supercar against a superbike and stuff. So it's a, a real. But it's yeah. a jaw, but you know, all of us want to try and get into the black market, but how to do it? Like I do rider training. As I said, only about 20 to 25% of the guys coming to my school are the, are the black guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. But how do we get to the guys where they know it's important to do rider training? You know, and that's the thing that we're slowly trying to get right with doing yeah. a black day only at Midvale. But well, no, it's here. definitely from my side. If I look at the support, they, there's a lot of them, like anything, who are responsible. This morning, when I went to Ducati to pick up the Diavel, uh, one of my clients actually recognized us um, when we walked in. Myself and my mom, for example. Oh, I did training by you. So, and I mean, he's busy. He's buying a monster now, but he's responsible because he went. You know, he's been. He's starting with a monster to give you an idea. He's not just going Panigali off I go. Yeah. Um, so, Is that like. A- Pasta dish? Panigali? <laughs> 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 you have know, black truffles? Talk into the mic, Tomisha. What, what, yes, what's please. A Can you both talk into what's the mic? What's a Panigali? Panigali is like the superbike. Of superbikes. Of superbikes, yes. Okay. you got to speak to people like they don't know these things sometimes, <laughs> Marie. No. Okay? I'm sorry. Um, but it's nice. it was nice for me to see that. So like anything, white people, black people, some are responsible, some are not. Um, uh, it is an education process. I did see, I don't know if you saw the Mzanzi magazine that they tried yeah. to, no, that's to just bring that. Yes. They, and friend. they couldn't make it after the first duck. issue. No, they, so they brought out a second issue. I've seen They did. They attempted. They had a DJ Swoo who, ne- who doesn't even ride. I don't even know that DJ Swoo rides a bike. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, uh, for me, 
you know, you're very obviously. critical on other magazines, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not actually. I'm just critical. Very competitive. Just, but Clint, you know, obviously, if you're seeing the rise within the the black bikers every week, I can tell you, we're safely bearing a rider. Yeah, was actually. Yeah, exactly. You and know, that's across the uh, board. Like, like for me, I know. If I didn't go to Vilmarie school, and this is the only punt I'll ever punt for Vilmarie, <laughs> is that if I didn't have some form of coaching or, or, or training, you know, my first bike was a blade. You know, needless to say, needless to say, I came off it. Don't they call that a Cressida? Don't they call that a Cressida? The black guys. If you got a CBR, yeah, a Cressida. Yeah, If you got a CBR six hundred, they call it a Corolla, and if you got a five blade, it's a Cressida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like, you know, obviously, there's 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 training issues that we obviously all know about, but. How are you adapting, let's say, your business model to, for example, the growing bikers? I mean, yes, there's the mid-val, once-a-year type of thing. You know, is is the magazine world adapting to, to, to the change? And is Superbike Magazine adapting to, like, the kind of bikers and riders that we are he having? He wants a center spread. Do a center spread shoot. Is, is with even your content. I mean, is your content <laughs> representing the growth or the difference in biking and even the different, you know, um, biking clubs? Yeah, for sure. Look, we've just started a thing now where we, you know, in South Africa, there's a big culture of the guys having this patch on the back of, I don't yes. know if you've seen the bike. Yes, on the back and of the biker jacket. And Bev, you've actually been part of a club. That is a very, very sacred Jacket of the guys. Jacket, that, right? that, yes. But you also, what Clinton's magazine also mainly covers is more the racing world, not so much the social bike inside. Yeah, no, we do road tests of new bikes and models so and stuff. And it's not so, you're not covering that much on the we, we social. We don't do the rally side, no. No, so that. it's not the social, it's all the racing, the racing guys. But so I, I think what might what might help as an idea, if you, if you thought of maybe getting a black bike biker who can ride, who write, on your magazine Yes we've had Sydney yeah, For sure he's done We've had Wilmery Clinton's done I mean You did advanced Training for Audi With um, What was his name Philip Yes Philip Kikana. Kikana. Yeah, yeah okay. A brilliant drive as well So mm. I mean it, it, Yeah I How many of them of Can can write But again And, and I don't go mean that In a <laughs> I mean like <laughs> That can ride And write I think maybe <laughs> What might help Is getting a writer And Teaching, teaching him, him how to, to ride, ride and then take teaching it from him there, how to race know? is how to that's race what you well. need to do is right? get them on the racetrack. Yeah. So yeah. your your grassroots, your mm. well, although the readers, hey, quite often like to have uh, input from someone that is not so professional on the bike. You know, mm. T- take our good and popular Top Gear has been. I mean, those mm. guys, yes, they can drive, but I mean, James May is not one of the top drivers. No. Yet people like hearing his mm. feedback viewpoint. On the car. Yeah, so you need, so you, need you don't that. all have to be professional and. Racing I mean, riders. I mean, yeah, if, so if you get Superbike, just so the, the listeners understand, so they'll get a good knowledge of um, new bikes, what it's about, what's good about it, what's not good about it. Am I right in saying that if, if you yeah, buy sure. Superbike? So, so we try and cover all things motorcycling. So yeah. at the back we have all the racing news about international and local stuff. We then try and do an adventure ride thing. Uh, the newest craze is uh, cruiser rider training. So we've always got something on about a Harley or a – um, what triumph, do you call it? Victory yeah, and right. every now and then a Triumph. Yeah, the Triumph is quite sporty and adventure yeah. bikes. And uh, then in the, the first part of the magazine, we try and just cover all the latest things, the news around the world and the latest models. But now, mm. from what I'm picking up, uh, Bev, is that obviously the social riding part is if we talk emerging 
black writers is predominantly social. Predominantly social. And yes. yet the magazine is probably yielded towards professional writing, for lack of a better word. Um, no, th- those guys all want to have a motorcycle, so those guys need to read something yeah, to that lets them know what bike they should go and buy. And to get okay. the info from experts, because remember you do experts and, I mean, who all does your t- test drives for you? Yourself? B- because it's a, an international franchise, so we've got guys okay, around the world over. that ride. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, yeah. it's a good viewpoint all over, you know, on bikes that you I need. See. Stop okay. nonsense. On that on that note, I'd like us to take a musical break. This is a song that Clinton himself chose. It's Every Breath You Take by the Stalker. Police. Stalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets the button, just hold on. Got a bit of a playback issue here, so I'm going to have to put it somewhere else. All right, let's see what we can do here. Moving it along. Can we fire right. Tomisho, please? It's, it's pink, Tomisho. How can you miss it? <laughs> no, the thing is, it's, it's, we're having a problem with the play out on, uh, on my side here. So I'm just going to have to put it on another. Where's Dun- Duncan? Uh, place. No, but he's there it is. There. Yeah, that's us. We're back. Every step you take, I'll be watching Clint. You know that uh, Sting actually said that he wrote that song from the viewpoint of a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who were you stalking? I know. I mean, we asked your favorite song, and that one's the one that came up. Look, it was my favorite song, and you caught me unawares. When I <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely as a kid, I've got some good memories with uh, that being a young teenager. <laughs> good. Take us through one. Cl- close dancing. <laughs> oh, one of those. Metric dance. Yeah. <laughs> so, ideally, so he was a stalker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then if, you, if you're a teenager and the song was popular, Clint, well, you did say, tell us you're 45. I mean, this came out... The Sting left the police in 1983, I think, and became a solo artist. So this is probably from like 82, 81. Yeah, I'm doing the maths now. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> have been a teenager. All I know is I yeah. was two. Yeah, I, I just started. At 83, yeah. I became a teenager. No, okay, all right, all right. I'm there with you, you but, see, no, but I, I was good. there too, you know. Although I wasn't a teenager yet, but I was like, I had teenager tendencies. Um, but now I want to talk about the pause and clause breakfast run that's happening over the weekend. Tell us a bit about that, Beverly. All right. What it is, it's a fundraiser for charities, needy chari- charities. We're starting with the animal welfare charities that we're supporting this this year. We're just talking about maybe it'll become a an annual thing. Superbike magazine. I phoned Clinton. I said, help. I've never done this. I need your help. And he stepped up and said, we'll sponsor and, and okay. help out. But this so is this, cats and dogs, this, this one. This is for animals, two animals. Yeah. I've been involved with the animal shelters where I hand rear orphaned animals for them. So and when you talk about animals, as Vilmarie said, it's, it's domesticated animals, your cats and your dogs. Cats and dogs on this one, yes. Okay. They're cats and dogs where their um, claw goes into their communities. It's community-led animal okay. welfare. They're in seven of the West Rand Townships okay. where they go in and assist. And, and how with can them. how can the general public, anyone who's listening right now, assist you uh, from a point of view of, of pause, pause and clause, uh, even if they're not taking part in the breakfast run tomorrow? If they don't want to do the ride, they're welcome to do a donation. They can come through and have a look, see what's on. We're going to have quite a few displays on there. Wonderful prizes sponsored on the website. Uh, no, we don't have it on the website. Where do you have it's it? Where can they find you? On Facebook under Ride for a Reason. Oh, okay. So what is it on the, Facebook? The, Pause and close on Facebook. Uh, ride for a reason is what right for a reason it. on ride Facebook. Okay, reason, so go yeah, to ride so. for a reason on Facebook and check out uh, what's happening with the pause and close breakfast run, as well as just continuous 
uh, donations if people want to make it, they can go through there. Donate. Right? They can come through, donate some food. Animals always need to to eat. Monday, I dropped off 600 kilos of food for them. That's drove amazing. out of the parking lot and discovered it'll last for three days. Um, and then, if That's people safety. want to adopt, wait, wait, wait. Well, let me get that. Six hundred kilos of food lasts how long? Three, three days, days in the animal shelter for the the animals that are. How sitting. many animals how many? are there? There are thousands. Remember, we are also trying to educate people to sterilize the animals to stop them breeding. And that is. But is you know, it upsets me because people are so quick and easy to get pets these days and they don't look after them, like, for example, sterilizing. Sterilization like you're that's the first thing. Um, with a male or female, the male is the one that's doing the. Ah, <laughs> don't, 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 don't go there. J- no, just really. think about where these dogs are. The guys are poor and uh, they're hardly feeding themselves, so how are they still going to spend you're money to, to have their. And, and that's where. But they're they don't don't It's an education pets. to go in, and this is what the charities are doing is they're going in, they're trying to sterilize. Um, treat these animals medication and not only the animals claw is tre- uh, is looking after people the child headed households mm. the but, the but tomorrow is specifically for tomorrow yeah. we're raising on both sides um, I'm sure big portion of the claw collection because we we link into charities the claw collection will go to food parcels which will then go into the impoverished mm. areas the the sick the Elderly and as I say, child headed households, loads and loads of them. What, what I found interesting when I saw that, Clinton, is that you're involved with it. Um, so, I mean, you said earlier Superbike is sponsoring. Uh, how? What, what are you guys? Look, we're just the media partner and we're trying to get the message out there. So, okay. this day, tomorrow is with Motomate, it's one of the guys that do um, sell, selling of products okay. and, and uh, rider gear. So, we're trying to get as many bikers there as we can and just to make people aware of it. Okay. So, um, I mean, where do we start? I mean, I'm also going. Okay, Motomate Suzuki. It's at Ravonia Crossing 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Achter Road, where the Barnyard Theatre is, we start in from, from that parking lot. From Ravonia Barnyard? It's just in the parking lot of Ravonia Barnyard. Yeah. Okay. There will be a music rig there to entertain people. There will be a lot of prizes. A lot of guys have stepped forward and sponsored fantastic prizes. So we'll be raffling tickets at 50 rand a ticket to win those prizes. But what time if we, uh, I mean, Ravonia, what time are you, for guys who want to join, what time are we leaving from there? The mass ride is going to start at 9. So any time from 7.30 the guys can start arriving. And at 9 we'll start with the mass ride. We'll be assisted with um, by the traffic departments. JMPD, Think Bucks coming on to Marshall. Wheels Unlimited will assist with marshalling. And where is it going? On the N1, we're heading north um, through Benskoman, Madran, that way, onto the N14, and then straight through Krugersdorf when we finish at the shelter. And that'll just be an awareness, just to make people aware of what the animal shelters are about. Adopt, don't shop. We're going to the shelters. You know how noisy all these bikes are? You know, and how noisy 400 dogs are. <laughs> I'm just thinking so that's going to... I like that. That's so gonna be, like, isn't that going to be traumatizing it's be like for them? It's going to be like Eve for them. I, I don't know. No, I think they will survive it. I, I think somehow they will, will survive it. We'll yes. get food afterwards. Yeah, we'll, we'll feed them afterwards and, and appease it. But yes, definitely, as I say, the, the, it's all an education. We are, are trying to educate the communities on animals. Yes, yeah. yes. And how many people, um, are you guys expecting? We. Hoping for a thousand, eh? 
I'm being a bit more optimistic. I'm aiming for 2,000. Okay. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting. Well, I can't wait because I'll have my camera and a stunning bike and I'll be taking pics. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, I could, if I could just say, you know, uh, I tend to live life with my blinkers on. It's just always it's all things bike and we're just running around doing bike stuff and bike adverts. But when Beverly came to me with this and you actually start hearing about the stories that's mm-hmm. out there, and I mean, it's, it's right next door to the place that we live and stuff. And there's people in, and animals in need mm-hmm. of uh, our help. And uh, For sure. we, are, we are hoping that this just opens people's eyes a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've had an well, education. Awesome. As whites in South Africa, we are very blinkered. Um, Privileged. Not all of us are privileged. Some of us are blinked. I have spent don't some, start that now. some wonderful, wonderful days in townships. Mm-hmm. And my most interesting was the garbage dump, the people that live on the periphery of society in the rubbish dumps. The vultures. We call them vultures. They are the most welcoming, warm people I've ever met. If I ever get to a stage <coughs> where you've got no food and nowhere to live, Perfect place. I have never met such a happy, welcoming community. These mm-hmm. people are super. Came out to offer whatever little they had. So people donating food and blankets now with winter coming up. We'll, I mean, we'll possibly do something blanket. a bit later on. You've got your blanket runs and that, that do yeah. do that. The main thing at this stage, as I say, is funds for yeah. Claw, which will be the food parcels that mm-hmm. we can then send into the, um, into the, the, uh, community and then for the animals. Beth, but no, have, have you, sorry, pets, have you got like pictures and, and, and stuff that you guys have done or that we can promote? Because, mm. you know, Saturday's ish is funeral day with the duckies. Eh? <laughs> so it's a, it's morning, a bit of a problem. Eh? Yeah, we're 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 you know, so like at least <laughs> afternoon we can meet Yunyana for like after tears, you know. But, um, what do you mean funeral day? Like really now. To me, no, just happens. just that's, cool, that's Miss Blue Bull okay. territory. There. All right, um, uh, Miss Miss Blue Bull. What happens is <laughs> on Saturday mornings, right? <laughs> yeah. That's when most funerals are are, are are happening uh, in the black community. So why would you so not? We're always burying every Saturday <laughs> morning. <laughs> we're going to a funeral. I'm going to check up with you guys to see where you are on the next month every Saturday. And um, it's easy. I recently learned that it's actually a very big event in yeah. There's the after tears. And then you land up So it's a celebration actually No it's just <laughs> an occurrence <laughs> Who died this week? Ah your uncle Okay let's go <laughs> That's right <laughs> But I mean no, going back to, to Claw I mean uh, Pep Sustaining Paws and Claws um, 600 kilos done in 3 days What then afterwards? I mean Then uh, you're looking for donations again Remember these are NPO They're, they're all non-profit organizations yeah. So they all work on funding How long have they been around for? Uh, CLAW has been around for a long time The okay. community-led animal welfare Does have a backing from overseas okay. Okay. But never enough You can but never have enough funds Isn't that amazing? Because I've heard that it, with a couple of um, institutions Or non-profit um, organizations Where they, they have international backing What is you know, we we got we need to back. We need to start backing these. And you probably want donations from people ongoing, not once off. I'm looking for. Yes. I've got debit orders. You know, to take a hundred rand and say here we go yes. is not a problem. So if the guys can fill out debit order forms and give us a hundred rand a month, yes. I mean that's help. kind of that. That's what we should be aiming for, isn't it? Because we we aiming for that, yes. as I say. But um, because. I've complicated it by doing two different charities. What is happening is Claw has been run out of the community they're in um, because they're situated in Durban Deep. They've stolen the power. They've stolen the water. 
um, guns are getting held to the staff's heads quite often. There's mm-hmm. been been a lot of things happening there. So that's why Fora, which is the Friends of Rescue Animals, has stepped up and said to Claw, we'll host you for now. The vets work out of there. The animals are, are dropped off there. As much as the lady who heads up Claw will not leave Durban Deep, she okay. is still in, in the area because she entertains three, four hundred children a weekend. Wow. They come to her. That's their one stable meal they get a week. She feeds wow. them. They do art classes. And that is her whole thing is to educate them on so, animals and So people. if we, if someone is going to miss tomorrow, um, and I, I remember in a month's time I'd like to contribute for, for example, feeding both. You know, uh, especially when it comes to the, the debit order y- forms. Where yes, can we get where those? can we? They will be available. On the Facebook page? Um, I will actually put them up onto their, their Facebook page. I will have them tomorrow. I'll have them available. Which is the Pause and Claws Facebook yes. page. Yes, um, on the, the Ride for a Reason. I'll right add them on reason. that. But okay. Claw and Fora have separate pages that you can actually go in and donate on. Yeah. Um, I think you need to send us um, send us a quick mail or it and we can retweet yeah. it. Some hyperlink those, of some yes, sort. Yes, you know, those like kind of forms for people who want to do those donations ongoing. And as I say, it, it's... The claw one will go into a lot more. It is yes. feeding, as I say, feeding the, the child-headed households. And mm. it's it's a massive, massive so issue that we need mm. to start addressing. Mm. Mm. And mm. as individuals, mm. that's the only way we can do it. Yeah, One Definitely. at a time, we do what I, we I'm can. I'm glad that you guys actually have, have created a charity that addresses um, the welfare of animals. Um, but also the welfare of people mm. in in those areas and educating the people in those areas on about animals, animal yes. and and personal care, yes. caring for. Yes. You know, the most most touching thing I, I saw was a young man who heads up the household. He's probably fourteen, mm-hmm. turning around and saying to the elderly gentleman next to him, "I'm getting a food parcel on Friday." Please come over. I will share my food parcel with you. It's wow. amazing. Yeah. No, this is a very, very sick old man mm. and mm. this 14-year-old child. And I thought that that is a very touching thing. It's yeah. not, I'm getting a food parcel. This is all mine. You know what? If everyone just just does, if everyone can do their bit, it'll make such a difference, you know, because I've even found myself in the past thinking, um, let's say some organizations who you know they have a lot of money you don't realize just how much they need for what they're doing and you think no they have enough money let me look elsewhere or you know next time but every bit you can't think that if someone is like like you saying now this this company this non-profit has an international backing that by no means mean that they have enough oh no not at all not at all we need it, to it, keep helping helping yeah. that's the thing to keep helping and Poverty is a growing thing. It's not getting better. Hi, Beverly. Serious. <laughs> no, you can't say that. No, like, I'm very optimistic to hear that, you know, poverty is a growing thing. Here well, well I, I think I'm I agree sorry. with Beverly. What? So will you sit what, on the happening? back tomorrow and <laughs> what, do your best? What's, what's happening is I think we're getting more rich people, but the disparity between the poor but and the rich is actually is growing the gap far is, more. Is there growing. are a few more but rich people, but there are a lot growing. more. Yeah, I think <laughs> it is. There's, there's growing unemployment, so there's going to be growing po- poverty, yeah. I suppose, and issues like that. And the ones who can make a difference mustn't stop. Yeah. That's, so, that's wh- the thing. I've got a question, right? Like, excuse my ignorance, but how do we as Africa stop begging? You know, I'm sick and tired of begging. Everywhere we go, we're begging for something, you know. Let's like, educate. 
Let's go back to educating. Let's teach people how to how to fish, not always give them absolutely. A fish, right? I mean, yeah. Claw actually has community gardens where they grow vegetables for the community. Let's do that throughout every mm. community. Mm. Teach mm. them to grow that. Teach people how to be entrepreneurs. How mm. to see a job opportunity or business opportunity out of nothing. Yeah. You but can teach. It's like, you it's think like that those guys in Alex, you know, um, like they were sponsored by Pam Golding. So they went to Alexandra and they put in owls and um, to kill the rats in Alex, right? But little did they know that uh, an owl represents witchcraft. Well, that's really? culture. Again, we're, we're <laughs> going know, back to so education. Yes. Yes. I think we have to educate, <laughs> we have to educate the, the, the charity the education. Dogs. I say this. Why we also have to cha- hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> A lot of people here. are superstitious about it. I think what's important is we also have to educate the people who are being charitable to understand the culture, the culture. of where they're going yeah, into. Okay, culture. Because it's very important if you're going to do something like that before you go in there is, is to educate the people to say, okay, we know that culturally this might be the situation with the owls, but this is why we're putting them there to, to kill the rats. To kill or maybe find an alternative way of, of killing How the rats. So start liking the owls. Money. Right, you know what, BC? No, never mind. Now you're going to okay. another place. Okay. Um, education. Well, education I think it's very important. And also, and also um, I think even more than just education, I think it's, it's, it's a culture. Teaching a culture of we're becoming a welfare society in South Africa mm-hmm. where we are always waiting either the government's going to give us a house, um, a food parcel, or some charity is, or someone must come and do something for me. Do you think that it's also important while we're educating to change the culture of, of people waiting for that handout and saying, this is how go you now go and do it. Have that <laughs> sense in your mind that I'm only doing this now because I'm down and out, but I have to get to a point where I don't want this anymore. I actually want to get my own thing. I think to sit there, we all sitting here, we all ate breakfast this morning. You're looking at a group of people that possibly haven't eaten in a week. Mm. Mm. Um, to them, it's rather just give me because I need right now. Yes, so that is what we have to do is try and build that up. Communities need to come together instead of fighting against each other. Mm. Mm. Come together. And if you're a bricklayer and you know how to lay... Bricks help some guy build his house. Mm. You know, instead of sitting waiting for the the government to build your house, it's not happening. So, communities must come together. If you have a business and you're having a sterling year, put ten thousand rand into a building fund. Okay. And let the but I think the community as well. We need to get to a point where, as a community, uh, when we know that the businessman is going to be giving us some funding for that for that particular building or house or whatever there comes a point when we have to start thinking i must get out of this poverty so that i can not only help myself but can come back and help others help mm-hmm. others exactly. pay it forward and on that note imagine a world that was that beautiful yeah Bev, I, I, li- I like the dogs the cats i'm not so sure Ish, cats. Hey. Oh, cats i love the cats superstitious i love the cats all right well we have to go now guys it's been a fantastic show thank you for being with us this afternoon and uh you can catch this show on our podcast yes. just go to uh, cliffcentral.com yes. and all the podcasts are there and you can catch this particular show and make sure that you go to the facebook page of claws right for a reason right for a reason and join us tomorrow we're out of here Here's John Lennon. This is something that you chose, Beverly. Beverly. Imagine. Love this song.